44 powerful marketing tools for Facebook ads, websites, CRM, and more. This is the audio version for the blog post found at johnloomer.com slash tools. So one of the most common questions I get is concerning the tools I use, whether it be for managing Facebook ads, CRM, podcasting, webinars, or my website. People are curious about the software behind this business. I've written on this topic before, but it's been two years since the last time I've discussed the tools I use. I still use some of those tools, but some I don't, and I'm using several more now. So I've adjusted a lot over the years. In the first year of my business, quote unquote, I bragged about spending less than $3,000 annually to support it. I've learned, I've failed, I've tried and experimented with new things. Now, the truth is that I spend way more on these systems now than I did then. And when you invest that, that money wisely, you do need to spend money to make money. While I typically focus on the subject of Facebook ads, today I'm going to branch out a bit more broadly. I use a lot of tools. Some aren't listed in this post. But I want to focus primarily on those I use most. So here's an overview the 44 tools that make this business go. First of all, let's look at those tools associated with Facebook ads. So no surprise, Power Editor. You'd think I use a bunch of different tools to manage Facebook ads. I don't. While there are certainly some good third-party tools out there, I still stick with Power Editor to create my ads. I know that the ads manager is better than it used to be, but still not Power Editor. Not only is Power Editor better for bulk editing and ad creation, but there, but there continue to be some features that are only available in Power Editor and not Ads Manager. An example, I've had a lot of fun recently creating lead ads. For now, they're only available in Power Editor. Drift Rock Flow. So there are a couple of third-party tools that I use for Facebook ads, but not to help me with ad creation. DriftRock is my tool of choice for engagement of custom, excuse me, for her management of custom audiences. Now, email custom audiences allow advertisers to target people on their email list. But the problem with email custom audiences is that they are static. Your targeting and exclusions are based on the accuracy and recency of that list the last time you uploaded it to Facebook. But DriftRock Drift Flow solves this problem. Flow syncs with, as of writing this post, 21 different CRM options, including Infusionsoft, Custom Con Constant Contact, Aweber, MailChimp, and Salesforce. If you're interested in Flow, just go to johnloomer.com flow. That's F-L-O-W. Next up, DriftRock Lead Response. So lead ads are awesome. You know I love them. However, they come with a very major flaw. Facebook doesn't provide a native solution to automatically sync with your CRM tool. So as a result, you're required to periodically export your leads and import into your CRM. That makes for a potentially terrible user experience. People expect to get an immediate response in most cases. So in the end, lead ads without some sort of integration and automation are more hassle than they're worth. Now, DriftRock Lead Response solves that problem. It currently integrates with Infusionsoft, MailChimp, and others. 
But even if it doesn't integrate with your CRM, you can have lead response and an autoresponder from your email address upon opting in. So it's a great tool that makes lead ads great, but it's also not for everyone as it's a bit on the pricey side. Since there is a need, other developers are quickly developing tools. One of them to check out as an alternative is SyncSumo. But again, if you're interested in uh, Drift Rock lead response, just go to John, johnloomer.com slash lead dash response. Now let's focus on website and plugins. Genesis Framework. So when I first launched this website more than four years ago, it's been that long, I started with a free theme. Then I purchased a premium theme, but it was a poor choice. For the past three and a half years, I've been using Genesis Framework. Lots of big names either use or endorse Genesis Framework, including Darren Rouse, Chris Brogan, and Jay Baer. You can add my name to that list. I've rolled with three different child themes under Genesis, and I can't imagine using anything else. Appointment Core. So I started booking one-on-one -on -one calls about three years ago. I've used Appointee and Visita, and both were fine, but I couldn't be happier with Appointment Core. Appointment Core integrates with Infusionsoft, but also gives me more control. It also works nicely with GoToMeeting, so when someone books a session, a unique GTM, or GoToMeeting, is automatically set up, as opposed to messing with Skype handles as I did previously. The host is also able to control whether customers are able to reschedule or cancel, which I definitely don't want to allow, and I couldn't control previously. Next up, GoToMeeting. I use both GoToWebinar, which I'll get to later, and GoToMeeting is part of the same package. I find that GoToMeeting is very stable, and I seriously have no issues with it at all. And the integration with Appointment Core makes it ideal for me. I also use GoToMeeting for team meetings. So we'll do face-to-face -face weekly calls, and GoToMeeting never fails us. ShortStack. Now, you'd expect this to fall under the Facebook category, but ShortStack has evolved over the years. I've been using ShortStack for nearly all of my four years, but previously it was to manage and host my Facebook tabs. But that's not why I love the tool these days. While I still have the tabs, they aren't a priority. In fact, don't even look at them. I'm sure you aren't as they are likely outdated. And really, the fact that no one looks at them is undoubtedly why ShortStack got out of that business in the first place. Now this tool these days is a, camp it's a campaign that can be embedded anywhere, whether it be on your Facebook page or your website. I use ShortStack to create my landing pages. Before you go looking for the templates I use for my landing pages, also understand I have a really great designer who also just happens to be ShortStack's designer. But not only do I love the landing pages, but since they are done with this easy to use tool, I have no problems going in and making changes as I need them. That's often not the case otherwise. Now all of my landing pages are created with ShortStack. Now as an example, just go to johnloomer.com slash lead dash ads dash workshop. How about the website plugins? So make no mistake, I use a ton of plugins. In fact, I'll freely admit that I use too many and need to scale back. I will scale back as I know it hurts the performance of my site, but there are a few plugins that I can't do without. Here they are. 
First up, Ad Rotate Professional. I use Ad Rotate to manage the ad units on my site. Granted, I don't sell ad units, but I still use it for promoting my own products. Lots of flexibility with this tool. You can have Ad Rotate rotate several ads through the same spot, even favoring one ad more than the other. You get short codes, widgets, and metrics. Great stuff. Auto terms of service and privacy policy. So every site, every site needs a terms of service and privacy policy. I haven't always had one, mainly because I'm ignorant about what needs to go into it. Also, it's required to run lead ads. So if you want to do that, you need to get on this. It's really simple. Answer a few questions, and the plugin spits out the page for you. Click to tweet. I use it on every blog post. I tend to put it near the top with a quote you can click to tweet to your audience. Custom Audiences Enhancer. So let me be clear that I'm still experimenting with this one. It's not currently on my site, but it has a ton of promise and could be very important to my business. But it is brand new, and I was the guinea pig when I tried it out initially. Unfortunately, it was still buggy and caused some issues with my site. My mistake, I should have started with a test site. But I was excited to use the plugin for a reason. You can do many of the things I was trying to do with a post about targeting people who visit your site most frequently, for example. You can create website custom audiences with this tool based on frequency of visits to your site, time on site, scrolling, and more. The possibilities are freaking amazing. Try it at your own risk right now, but this plugin is made by the same guys who made Tracking Code Manager so they do know what they're doing. Discuss comment system. I've used Discuss pretty much from the jump. People often ask me why I don't use Facebook comments since I'm a Facebook guy, or I'll get someone screaming about how great some other comment system is. You know what, I'm perfectly happy with Discuss. It's easy to use, and it's popular, so commenters are used to it. It's a great tool. Mass share, share buttons. I've used several social sharing plugins over the years, but mass share is the first I've paid for, and it's freaking worth it. Mass share either is or mimics what you see on a lot of big tech sites these days, like Mashable. That floating bar at the bottom of my site is mass share. I could put that at the top if I want. It's lots of flexibility, and it works brilliantly. Opt-in monster. I resisted pop-ups for the longest time. They can be intrusive and annoying, but holy crap. They're freaking effective. Optin Monster makes it easy. Lots of different templates and control over when, where, and how the pop-up appears. Also integration with your CRM tool of choice, which is critical. Pinterest pin it, uh, pin it button for images. See an image that you want to share to Pinterest? Just hover over it and an option will come up to share. Easy. Pretty link light. So every blog post has a pretty long URL that includes the year, month, and keywords. If I want to tell, tell someone to go read a post, like on a podcast or a webinar or audio version like I'm doing right now, it's close to impossible. Sometimes it's also nice to have a short and readable URL to share in an email. I'm not talking about Bitly. Those aren't trustworthy or they don't look trustworthy. You have no idea where you're going. I'm talking about a shorter version of the URL to a post on my domain. So when I published this post, I generated a pretty link for johnlimmer.com slash tools. Nice and easy and pretty. 
smart podcast player. So whenever I record an audio version of a blog post, I'll embed it at the top using smart podcast player. It was developed by the amazing Pat Flynn, so you know it has to be great. I love that I can customize the color, look, and feel to fit my brand. You can also see a fuller version of it on my podcast page. Tracking code manager. So if you're going to run Facebook ads, you sure better be installing pixels on your website. This is required for conversion optimization as well as creating website custom audiences. The tracking code manager makes this process easy. Now let's break it out into e-commerce and analytics. First up, Paid Memberships Pro. One mistake I made in the past was having my membership site off of a domain I controlled. So away from a domain that I did not control. So I did not control it. I've since moved it to members.johnloomer.com utilizing the Paid Memberships Pro plugin. PMP allows me to create various membership levels for annual and month-to-month members and control what people can and can't see depending on their membership. I love it because I'm able to manage the membership site just as I do this one, so the look and feel remains the same. It's easy for me to use. PMP integrates with Stripe for payments and offers analytics as well as discount coupons and a whole lot of other features, most of which I don't currently use. Stripe. Okay, I love Stripe. I really, really do. When I first started out with Infusionsoft, all payments ran through PowerPay and Authorize.net. I hate PowerPay and Authorize.net. I really, really do. Stripe is easy to use, easy to set up, easy to manage, great website and reporting. Stripe streamlines and simplifies e-commerce for any online business, big or small. Chart Mogul. It's a new addition, but I can tell I'm going to love it. As my business has grown, I've quickly realized that I have a shrinking grasp of how things are going. There's simply too much happening at once. Chart Mogul integrates with Stripe and provides endless charts and reports to help me understand the state of my business, where it's trending, and if there's anything I need to be concerned about. Google Analytics. Of course, I use Google Analytics. Every serious online business person does. I use it for the surface stuff, like number of visitors, page views, wherever they came from, time on site, but also for the deeper campaign information using UTM tags. One of my favorite features is the real-time stats to watch what people are doing on a site at this very moment. CRM and automation. All right, so we've got a few here. First up, Infusionsoft. Now, I freely admit that I've long held an intense love and hate relationship with Infusionsoft. It's so important and powerful that it can also be so confusing, hence the nickname Confusionsoft and the source of problems. While during the past year I've been slowly pulling away from Infusionsoft, I also know that the biggest problem was I simply wasn't smart enough to use it properly. I have some new help that I hope will help me realize the potential of this powerful tool. MailChimp. Now I've got to tell you, There are so many things about Infusionsoft that I wish were more like MailChimp. While I use Infusionsoft Infusionsoft for this business, I use MailChimp for one of my pet projects. It's so easy to use. Of course, it's not the tool that Infusionsoft is either. But if you don't need something complicated, MailChimp is a great starter option. Zapier. I often promote workshops and webinars with an opt-in. So how, you wonder, do I simultaneously add people to my email list in Infusionsoft, 
tag them and register them and go to webinar. Well, I used Zapier. The funny thing is, I'm just scratching the surface with this tool. There are dozens, not hundreds or thousands of use cases for automation using Zapier that can make your life easier. And really, I'm sure there are many ways I should be using it, but I'm not. Next up, breaking it down, photo and video editing, podcasting, and webinars. Photoshop. So for the longest time, I used a free image editing tool, and I guess those tools are mostly fine. But eventually, I was tired of using workarounds, trying to do things that I could otherwise do easily with Photoshop. So for the most part, though, I used this tool for editing and creating all the images and screen grabs on my site. ScreenFlow. Now, I initially purchased this software close to four years ago to do screen share videos, but you can use it for much more, and I've become very comfortable with it. So whenever I record a webinar, I record it with ScreenFlow for a couple of reasons. First, I can select my, I can select my Blue Yeti microphone for the audio. Second, it's good to have backup video in case I forget to hit record and go to webinar or their recording fails. But I also use ScreenFlow for recording my podcast. And I'm sure that's not what it was. Why, excuse me. I'm sure that's not what it, why it was created. And I need to convert the video files to audio. But I find it's easy to use this tool for all audio and video recording and editing. I'm using it right now. Total Video Converter Lite. So when I record those podcasts and when I record this audio, I need to convert the video file to an audio file. That's what TVC Lite does quickly and easily. I can even have it automatically saved to a Dropbox folder so my podcast editor has access to those files. Libsyn. I use Libsyn to host and distribute my podcast to iTunes and Stitcher. It really isn't particularly fancy, but it does precisely what I need it to do. Blue Yeti microphone. So I've had this microphone from the beginning of my podcast. Love it. Vimeo. Sure, I could use YouTube. But my use of video these days is largely, largely from a private community. So I want more control of branding and private embedding. So Vimeo is awesome for that purpose. Go to webinar. Now, I know there are plenty of cheaper options for hosting webinars, but there's several reasons why I stick with go to webinar. It includes go to meeting, which I also use. It's very stable and I have no technical issues with it. It integrates with Zapier, and it's popular, so attendees know how to use it. Okay, now we get to community management, customer service, and internal communication as I lose my voice. Agora Pulse. So I have a long, friendly relationship with Agora Pulse and Emmerich Renault, the founder. There was a time when I primarily used it for Facebook analytics and even contests, but these days I find it's irreplaceable for community management. This tool has a long list of capabilities that I'm not even yet taking advantage of, but I use it for a pretty simple purpose. Facebook page management gets out of control once your audience gets to a certain size. Agora Pulse solves that. <clears throat> my team and I all use it. So comments, private messages, and posts to my wall all go to Agora Pulse, and they can be distributed to different team members. Most importantly, I can isolate specific types of content in my case, the comments. Private and wall messages go to Zendesk as customer service requests, so we can use Agora Pulse to focus on the comments. Now, I know it seems reasonable to just use Facebook's admin panel, but it just doesn't work. It's too noisy, 
And Agora Pulse gives me a nice dashboard to work through that, uh, to work through what needs to be done. And it disappears when I'm finished. But the biggest advantage of this tool is that my package includes unpublished post management. Yes, this is probably the biggest need for Facebook advertisers. Managing comments on ads is so difficult that they often go unanswered. But that's no longer an issue for me, thanks to Agora Pulse. Oh man, as I lose my voice, tweet deck. So you may not know about me. No, <clears throat> excuse me. So you may not know this about me, but I'm on Twitter a lot. I use the web version of TweetDeck to manage my various streams and stay on top of what is happening in the world. Next up, Zendesk. So there comes a time in every online business when you can no longer wing your customer service. I hit that time this year and probably a year too late. So with Zendesk, I have private messages and wall posts from Facebook come in here to be managed as there typically some level of customer service issue. I also have all questions sent via contact forms to my site or in response to my email campaigns come to this central location. Finally, notifications like new members, canceled members, or payment failures all go to Zendesk. This creates a trail by generating a ticket and we can then assign to team members based on the issue. It's made management of customer service far easier. More, imper excuse me, more important, however, is that we no longer have to dig through email to find what was previously said to a customer. The history is there. Trello. So I don't use Trello a lot, but I do use it to manage the design projects. It's visual and easy to use by generating cards based on the project, allowing me to easily communicate what I want done by my designer. Slack. Now I'm gonna play ignorant on this one because we just started using Slack. My team members love it. It's the, it's the rage right now. It's for internal, excuse me, internal communications, but supposedly easier to use than Basecamp, which leads me to Basecamp. Up until now, we've been using Basecamp as a central place to communicate, store documents, and share plans. Thought we were almost done. We got one more section. Content consumption, sharing, and storage. Dropbox. So audio and video files can be freaking huge. Emailing such files can be impossible. I have someone who edits my podcast, and Dropbox is an easy way for me to get him the raw files he needs to do his work. Evernote. I try to be organized, and Evernote is the best way for me to keep notes and write down plans. What's nice is that it syncs between my desktop, iPad, and iPhone. So I have access to the same notes in all three locations. Feedly. So I use Feedly to stay on top of what is happening in the world. It's old school, but I'm subscribed to about 50 RSS feeds. And this is how I keep up with what's happening in Facebook marketing. Hootsuite, Hootlet. So every time I read a new article that I like and want to share with my audience, I click the Hootsuite, Hootlet to automatically schedule it for me. Finally, Buffer. I also use Buffer, though not as often as I once did. So I use both the Hootlet and Buffer because I'll use each one for different types of content, allowing them to be distributed together instead of one after the other is done. All right, so what tools do you use? So this is a simplified list of the 44 tools, I know, simplified, that help me run my business. Any other tools you can't live without? Let me know in the comments. 
to johnloomer.com slash tools. And there goes my voice.